Hi, thank you for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I am your host, Kyra Carlin, and I am so freaking thankful that you decided to listen to this podcast. I am a passionate entrepreneur who is obsessed with helping others show up unapologetically. Here's the thing. I spent my entire life showing up how I thought I was supposed to because then I was going to be happy. It was once I realized that when I would show up as myself unapologetically that I was going to start finding my passion and my purpose, which was helping others do the same. I take my job very seriously with helping you through my life tips, my life tricks that I have had, and some stories and rants that you're going to hear along the way. I just want to thank you for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast because this is what's changed my life. Hello friends, how are you? Oh my, I can tell it's different already. So in real time, um, we are going on, I think it's week three of quarantine. Um, But regardless, I have gotten so many projects that... (laughs) I have wanted to do for years and it's funny because I don't even have more time on my hands like I already worked from home I already was home every day all day long but being told that I couldn't leave now makes it more of like the downtime that I spend like focusing on things so I kind of thought what might be a good podcast today is for those of you who maybe are new to staying home or have never stayed home before or maybe you're new to homeschooling I don't have the skinny on the homeschool thing. Like ours is a total hot mess, but it works for us. Um, but I thought I would just maybe break down for you guys. And for those of you who are new to working from home, maybe you haven't quite found your groove yet, or maybe you're, you know, just looking for a little more rhyme or reason to what's going on maybe in other people's worlds. I thought today that's what I would bring to you. So a couple of the tips that I have, if you are working from home, number one is get up earlier. And maybe you're like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) I want to tell you, none of us do. Like we don't actually want to get up earlier, but I can promise you that if you wait until your kids get up, if you wait until it's time to get your kids ready, if you wait, you know, for just to start your day, you will always feel like you're chasing your tail. You'll feel like you're behind. You'll feel like everything like is just in a rush. And while it doesn't necessarily matter what you do when you first get up, I personally follow a gratitude practice and a daily devotional. I also do my workouts right then. So I get up roughly an hour and a half before I have to get anybody else up in the house. Um, And that's when I spend my time just really focusing on me. I try really hard to stay off of social media. I try really hard to not like consume anything. Um, One of the rules that I have is create before you consume. And if you are an entrepreneur or maybe you are starting a side hustle, this is super important for you because even without realizing it, just human nature is to just to consume and copy. And what we want to do is model and modify. So what I really try and have it be of be intentional with what I'm doing with that first hour of my day. And like I said, I do the gratitude practice from Rachel Hollis. I use my start today journal every single day. I do a daily devotional. It does depend on which one it is. I personally have been creating one, which has been one of the biggest blessings in my life. Um, It really gives me an outlet to be really a lot closer to God and his word and just finding my faith and I can show up well like so 
so good for other people. But when it comes to myself, I can give myself the excuse, like you can convince yourself of anything. If you've listened to any podcast, it's probably trademark, like in every single podcast that I've made, you can convince yourself of anything. But when you have somebody else who's counting on you, the accountability that you have, it really makes you show up differently. So with mine, I have my morning routine and then I do a 30 minute workout here at home. I have, I stream workouts live from my laptop or my smart TV every single morning. And then I also have a girl gang that I check in with every single day. Like we have a live workout. We don't really work out together. We just kind of like look at each other. It's like, it's called zoom and you can like, it's like FaceTime, but for more than a couple people, it's like, you can have hundreds of people on there if you want to. And we have the accountability to show up every single morning by six for that reason, because you can convince yourself of anything. And if you want to show up as your best, you're going to have to act like your best. And that's one of the things that we have found that has worked the best for us. So the very first thing is get up at least one hour earlier, at least. And like I said, maybe you're not doing your workout. Maybe you're not doing whatever. Just do something that blesses you. Do something that's going to fill your cup up because at the end of the day, you're not going to want to quote, fill your cup up at the evening. Like you're tired. You're just going to want to get things done and then get to bed. So my biggest number one, biggest thing is to Get up in the morning one hour earlier and spend time on yourself. And then number two, this I feel like is probably one of the most important things. And I know I'm going to mess this quote up. It's like, get up, show up, get dressed no matter what, up, (laughs) something like that. This is my call to action to you. Maybe you don't do a full blowout. Maybe you don't curl your hair every day. Maybe you don't put on a whole set of lashes. Like maybe that's not your thing but you have to change your clothes. You have to get out of your pajamas. I don't even care if you shower and put different pajamas on. Like you can be comfortable. You do not have to sit around in jeans. I will tell you, if you do, you're going to feel pretty sassy, at least in the beginning. But if you can just change your clothes, that is truly a mindset shift. That word is very hard for me, That those set of words. What it does, it just like tells your body that like, Hey, something's happening. Even if you're not going anywhere, just getting ready for the day like you were is going to number one, keep you in a routine. And number two, like make you feel good. So today, the reason if it is echoey, I'm really sorry. Um, we are in the midst of switching all of the rooms in the house. I switched two of my kids' rooms and then I took over the the front room that has like the two big windows. If you follow me on social, you already know this because I've already talked about it a million times, but I don't even care. It's, I'm so excited for it, but it's currently empty. Like there is literally nothing in it, but it wasn't like that this morning. When I got up, it was still completely full of all of my daughter's things. And it was a total disaster, a total mess. After I did my morning routine, my morning practice, everything, I just came straight up here and got to work instantly and I got it all cleared out about 3.30, 4 o'clock today. So it literally took me the entire day. And while that was productive, I still had that sense of feeling of like, ugh, you know, you know what I mean? Like you haven't done anything. Like have you ever noticed when you're sick? And you kind of like, you lay around all day long, all day long. And you're like, I just wish I felt better. And then you get up, you take a shower and you change your clothes, probably back into something comfy. And it's like, a total 
change. I am not a scientist. I am not anybody who studies these things. So this is not a medical terminology, but this is me telling you that is your mind's like, it's the alert, the alarm system for it to be like, Hey, we're going to get shit done today. Like we're going to do something. So today after I had gotten this entire room cleared out, which was my goal for the day, I had to go and get ready. Like I literally just went and curled my hair for no reason, like zero reason. I was not going anywhere, put my makeup on. And it was like a facelift, a total 180 in my, like in my perception of my day. So if you do anything else, like, you know, get up early. Number two is get ready, like get up, show up no matter what up. I'm pretty sure that's not how that goes, but that's what we're going to go with. So those are my two biggest tips. Number three, set timers. So for me, this is huge. And I kind of go off two different wavelengths. So I will set a timer during something. And then I have timers going off on my phone to remind me throughout the day of how I want to show up. So the first one of setting a timer, um, depending on what you're doing. So maybe it's schoolwork with your kids. What I want you to do is just set a timer for how long you're going to do schoolwork, whether it's one hour, whether it's 20 minutes and then like you break and then you go to the next thing. That's, it's totally up to you. And you're gonna have to do like the failure to success method. Like you're going to have to try and see what works for you. And if you try something, it doesn't work. If it's frustrating. If it gives you anxiety, then you recognize that that is not what is for you. And then you're going to change it. You don't have to get mad. You don't have to be upset because guess what? You don't get mad at a toddler for not knowing how to walk. You don't get mad at him and expect them to stand up and start running. Like you expect them to get up and try and fall and then get up and try and fall. They don't just quit because they can't start running right off the bat. So that's the same with you, especially in a time right now when, guess what? You're not the only one suffering. You're not the only one going through this feeling of, I have no idea what I'm doing because guys, like none of us know what we're doing. We're all just doing our best. So set timers for you to complete a task. So I want to get the dishes done in 30 minutes. I want to fold all this laundry that I can in 30 minutes. It's almost like a race against the clock for yourself so that you can keep in check of like number one, you can really power through your to-do list. Um, if you are new to new to this podcast, I think it's episode three where I talk about like how I do my brain dump every day. Um, and it's part of my morning routine routine of what I do. And I just like, it's like word vomit of just all of the things that you have to get done. Because a lot of the time our anxiety stems from like all of these things that you think you have to do, but you don't recognize that a lot of the times you're just repeating the same thing in a different way. And then it makes you feel like you have more to do than you actually have to do. So in the morning during my a morning routine, just brain dump and list everything that you need to get done and then do the power of three. So for me, I just pick three things that I know that are non-negotiable that I'm getting done today. And whenever I am doing things throughout my day, I just have that timer where it's like, okay, I'm making sure that I am sending out invitations. I am making sure that I am checking in with my coaches and my clients. I'm making sure that I am getting the dishes done. I am checkmarking Cadence's homework, like whatever it may be, like you get to decide how important something is and which one is an absolute must for the day. But you set the timers so that you can quit lollygagging. You can quit wasting time. And then when you're done, you can have the sense of accomplishment. So that's the first kind of timers that I have. And then the second kind of timer are reminders. And I actually practice this. It's a Brendan Bruchard habit. I think, I mean, it's very 
vague, I feel like, but at the same time, it can work for anybody or everybody. So what I do is I set a, set set timers throughout the day. So at 11.30 every single day, my phone goes off and it tells me, be an exceptional wife. And for me, that's my cue for me to remind myself, like, am I doing something that would be that an exceptional life would be doing. Um, and if it's, you know, yes or no, or maybe it's my cue to like send him a message or check in on him or just tell him that I love it. Just something to be an exceptional life is number one. And then the next one that I have is listen to God. I think that's at 2.45. And then, no, yes, 2.45 is listen to God. And then I have 4.30, be a great mom because that is about the time of the day where you're just like your gas tank's about empty, your patience level, you know, it's pushed, it goes off and it says, be a great mom. And it's just my reminder to breathe and just be recognize that probably the thing that I'm getting worked up about matters. Absolutely none. And then I have be positive to them around 6.30 and then I have be an exceptional leader. I believe it's at 7.45. And those are my reminders that I have. And then I have a reminder to get ready for bed because as much as my morning routine is important, so is my evening routine. And that is something that I am navigating through, especially now because I had to readjust working from home versus working from home with kids that I'm teaching because that was a whole big adjustment for me and we are still in current time just kind of navigating through what is working best like we're still in the trial and error kind of stage but I know that these like non-negotiables for me are the absolute must for me and then I think the last thing that is probably the most important is Give yourself free time. So one of the things that I found whenever I decided to start working from home, um, the first couple weeks, I was such a cute baby coach and thinking that I would just love and want to spend every waking second working. While I do love my job, I can't let my job be the only thing that makes me happy or the only thing that I'm doing. And then I was working nonstop, nonstop. And then that while that was great, that wasn't really realistic because I still have a house to take care of. I still have kids to pick up. I still have A, B, and C. So then what happened was it was a few months had went by and almost even like a year's time, I kind of lived that lifestyle of just work nonstop. Um, and then whenever I was not working nonstop, then I was beating myself up for not working all the time. So if you work from home, I think the biggest thing to take away is that like you are not supposed to be working 100% all the time. And if you can take it back to if you worked at an office before um, when you were there, could you honestly say that the entire eight hours you were there, you were actively working? Most of the time it's like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, have lunch break, have to go do this, go to the vending machine, go talk to so-and-so, get some coffee, run to the bathroom, do this, do that. You would find yourself more than likely, you probably had like four or five hours actual productive hours throughout your eight hour day. And if not like kudos to you. Um, but that's something that you would probably take realistically when you come home that it's like, okay, I have to start work at seven and then I've got to work until three. Well, if you could break down the amount of time it actually takes you to do a task and you would set the timers in your phone where, okay, I am just doing this for this amount of time. I can almost guarantee you that you would be more productive by doing that than you would be to just allot yourself eight hours. Because here's a 
the thing. If you give yourself eight hours, then you're going to take eight hours to do something. If you give yourself two hours, you 90% of the time will be able to find a way to get it done within two hours. And I think that's something to recognize whenever you are home and working from home and you you think that you have to be at home working nonstop, then you just are going to feel burnout. You're going to feel, I mean, unaccomplished because you more than likely don't have the work to do in that amount of time or you're going to be left exhausted for the day. So then when it's time to shut off the work, you're going to be you know, home already with your kids and your family and then you're just going to be exhausted and then you're not giving them the best part of you. You're giving them the rest of you. Um, that was actually number four. So that wasn't the last thing. This is the last thing. Number five, and this is what I am currently doing. Um, you need to designate a workspace. Even if, even if what you're doing is temporary, or maybe this is new adventure. Maybe you decided to really dive into that side hustle. Maybe you decided to take this opportunity of maybe you were let go from your job or maybe your hours were cut or whatever it may be. If you are growing a business or you're starting a business or you're working a side hustle or you're working from home, what you have to do is designate a space. And it's a space where when you go in there, you're in work mode. And when you are not in there, you do not have to be in work mode. And I think that's something with side hustles that really gets misinterpreted. Um, I have the option and the luxury to work from anywhere, but I don't necessarily want to be laying on a beach working. Like I'm on the beach, I want to be laying on the beach. And I kind of think that goes the same with being at home. If I'm laying on the couch, unless I, number one, am not feeling well and still have to get work done, then that's fine. But if you're at home and it's relaxing time, it's that open space, it's the free time, you are not going to want to just sit there and work because Whenever it comes time to work, all you're going to do is remember all the work that you've already done during the time of rest. And then so you're going to go to work, you know, go to the office space or just get down to work. Then you're going to be resentful because you had no, quote, free time. But the truth was you spent your free time working. And this, honestly, out of all of the things, has been the hardest thing for me to do. Not necessarily have a workspace, but secluded to the workspace. If you could do me a favor, it's kind of like thinking about your marriage, maybe. Um, Like, you know, keeping it just within your marriage versus like, oh, you know, anywhere and everywhere. (laughs) Teach their own. But if you have like sacred time, sacred space, sacred just for you guys, if you just are free about it, it won't be as special. It won't be as intentional. That's very similar with your business because your business is truly like another relationship. Um, so you really have to designate a space or a time and or both. Like you need to set working hours. You need to set a working space because other people who are in your house, like maybe you are working from home, but your spouse is not. It cannot be you standing at the kitchen counter working and them say something to you and then you bite their head off because you're working. Well, how are they to know that? Because you're not in your workspace or you're not in a designated work time or whatever it may be. So whenever you can divide that up, that is going to be the biggest blessing for you. And if you are working from home with children, the timers are going to be your best friend. 
and compromise. Also, your kids do not have to be working their schoolwork all the time. This is a total little bitty side tangent. If you are doing homeschooling, brand new, I am not a professional, I am not a teacher. This take with a grain of salt. Your children need more interaction than anything. And they need to read more than anything. So if you are someone who is working from home and you are teaching your kids for the first time, like this could all be super overwhelming or super brand new. I want you to take a deep breath, realize we're all trying to figure it out. And my biggest tip for you is also the same with my brainstorming a power of threes. Just pick three things you're going to do first, get them done and then let them play or Look at everything that you have to get done, set a timer, and get everything done within one hour or one and a half to two hours. Like just power through the work. And then from there, you can go about your day, work your normal business hours, have certain times that you have just allotted for them, intentional family time while you're home together. And that way you're not feeling overwhelmed, run down, and just that you're not getting anything done when you're doing everything. That is probably one of our biggest downfalls as women or entrepreneurs is getting so much done and feeling like you've done nothing. If we can set it up to where you don't have that feeling, you are going to feel so much more productive throughout your day and you're not going to dread this routine nearly as much. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. Like I said, I've been doing this for a couple years and this is truly, even for me, a new change. But these are my top tips for you if you are working from home, especially if you are new to it and or are helping teach your children during this time. So hope you guys all have an amazing day and if you love this if this was helpful if it if you know somebody that this could help I ask you to just tag it take a picture tag me share it in your stories thank you guys so much for listening to be you unapologetically podcast I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and maybe give me a rating for what you love about this podcast I appreciate all the reviews and your love and support means more to me than you will ever know. 